welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love, and half Oregon as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a new person, Chris! Hey, how are you doing today? We're going to be talking about a person who I mentioned many times, and a person who I ha- happen to like a lot, even though he is... Uh, questionably portrayed uh moon knight so uh do you know much about moon knight see not too much just that i hear him referred to as the marvel version of batman and i'm not even sure if that's a joke or if people are being serious that is the okay so if you take the bear a bear essentials he's a rich guy who fights at night yes but there's so much more to Moon Knight than that. I want to fight people who say that because, like, there's so much more to Moon Knight than that. But, um, do you happen to know what he looks like? If he has any powers, I know that he wears white. Um, I just recently heard somewhere else that he does that because he wants his enemies to see him coming so that they can go poop their pants. Yeah. So, um, do you think he has any powers? Um, being the rich guy like that with the Batman analog, I'd say no. Well, yeah, you got that right. <laughs> but so, Moon Knight looks like this. They do a lot of. Uh, that is a cool looking guy. Yeah, can you describe his outfit? White. He's got a crescent moon on his chest, a nice hood pulled over, kind of like how you'd imagine somebody with a hoodie, except it has a point on it. Yeah, like a wrestling championship belt with the armbands and the ankle bands to go with it. And it looks like if he's chasing you down in the alley, you are not going to want to be there for very long. No, he would not want to be. Uh, I would like to say that they really want to like accentuate his muscles in the drawing they have here. <laughs> like they're just because it's mostly in silhouette. The drawing here, he's in like a pure white thing normally. But so, uh, his name is Mark Spector. Um, his occupation is professional adventurer, entrepreneur, formerly a prize uh, fighter, mercenary, soldier, and cab driver. Like all at the same time? Maybe. We'll find out. That is really cool. His former aliases uh, was Steve Grant and Jake Lockley. And his other current alias is Fist of Conchu. Oh, that's a little bit out of left field. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out why. Uh, So he's from he's from uh, Chicago. His base of operations is uh, Spectre Mansion in uh, Long in Long Island, New York. He first showed up in Werewolf by Night, issue number thirty-two. The Stalker called Moon Knight on August uh, nineteen seventy-five. Uh, Mark Spectre was the son of uh, Rabbi uh, Elias Spectre. A noted Hebrew uh, scholar who fled to the 
United States to escape Nazi persecution. Uh, as he grew up, he rejected his father's way of life, uh, which led to a very materialistic existence. He first became a heavy rate boxer, then joined the U.S. Marines, trained to be a commando. He then became a liaison to the CIA, and then resigned a few years later to become a mercenary soldier. He fought in three African wars and five South American revolutions. So, basically, he kind of went through a lot of stuff, like, before he even, you know, became Moon Knight. Um, it was it was in Africa that Spectre met the pilot, uh, uh, John Paul de Champ, who, who he named, whom he nicknamed Frenchy. And, uh, that man would become his most trusted, uh, trusted aide and a constant companion. Um, at the peak of his, uh, sol- a career as a soldier of fortune, Spectre worked as a second as a second in command to uh, uh, Roland Bushman, a terrorist for hire, who had his face tattooed as a death death math. 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 Mask? That's the word I'm trying to say. Death math. Yes, it's it's the famous death math. The math you do until you die. So, basically, most of it. Yeah, most of it. You know, like the... Like a quadratic formula, people don't people think you know it just makes a parabola, but really all it does is it kills you. I don't. I'd never want to do one of those ever again. Uh, so he was kind of he was fighting uh, forces in uh, in Sudan, south of the Egyptian border, and he learned of and Spectre learned of a uh, plan to loot a nearby archaeologist dig. Um. He kind of believed that he was already working on the wrong side, so he left. So he left that night. When the uh, American archaeologist Peter Aaron uh, tried to preserve the uh, Diggs treasure and stabbed Bushman, Spectre instinctively stopped stopped him. Bushman then savagely murdered the archaeologist before Spectre's eyes. Uh, then he warned the archaeologist's daughter Marine to go to safety, then challenged challenged Bushman to his uh pers- to personal combat. And then he he lost and was left out to die in the desert. Okay. So, yeah. He staggered determinedly towards civilization and collapsed a short distance from the dig. He was carried. He was carried uh, to shelter by some uh, uh, appearance of an ancient of the ancient uh, Egyptian religion, but it appeared to be too late to save his life. So, uh, he he kind of just sat. He kind of died before the. Uh, the statue of Khonshu, the Egyptian god of the moon. Then, inexplicably, his heart began beating again in delirium. Uh, again, and in a delirium, he attributed his revival to Khonshu and declared himself the moon's night of vengeance. Uh, he draped himself in the white cloak that preserved the statue from the desert sands 
and he destroyed uh, Bushman's organization in that part of the world and took Frenchie and uh, Moline uh, back to America with him. So he was kind of like soldier of fortune and basically died and was quote unquote bought back by the Egyptian god of the moon. Yeah, which is why he's called Moon Knight. Nothing weird about that at all. No, no, nothing weird at all. The reason why he wears white is because uh, the statue was wearing white as well. He adopted he adopted the identity of Moon Knight to, and used his wealth uh, to fight uh, against criminals and terrorists. Frenchie became Spectre's pilot, confidant, and special agent. Marlene became Spectre's confidant and paramour. So after learning about a uh, LA-based groups of businessmen calling themselves the committee, he's, uh, he sent Frenchie to infiltrate the group, posing as a French businessman. And then uh, when the committee became interested in using Jack Russell, a local werewolf, as an agent of terror, Frenchie recommended uh, Moon Knight to capture the werewolf. So like that's uh, when, when he first showed up, uh, that he was basically quote unquote fighting Werewolf by Night, who is a uh, who's named Jack Russell because apparently you know werewolves need to be named after you know a tiny dog that yaps a lot. He then started to uh, adapt certain identities. Uh, one of them was Steve Grant, uh, where he where basically he was kind of playing the billionaire playboy uh, stock market person. And uh, he, then he also had a more incognito uh, role. Uh, I mean, identity where he played. Well, it's not played uh, where he also um, pretended to be the a cab driver named Jake Lockley. Oh. And then he, yeah, and then he kind of used that to make, like, a group of, like, informants and stuff for him. So he fought, so he fights in uh, the New York area, and he's fought people such as Midnight Man, Morpheus, the Jester, and Black Spectre. He also just straight up killed his old enemy, Bushman, in battle. But uh, maintaining four separate identities started to kind of have a toll on him and then uh he started believing that steve grant was his true self and he kind of developed schizophrenia although i don't think that's how it works uh in real life but well that's how they thought it did in the 70s that always bugs me but that's a conversation for a whole different podcast (laughs) yeah i like how it is portrayed currently uh because there is the there is like a well is he actually you know disassociating or not or is he actually channeling conchu like they make it a little bit more a little bit more uh less this guy's crazy that's good and uh yeah and instead of it being like instead of it being 
Instead of it being like, hey, he's a cabbie and he's also a billionaire and blah, 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 blah. It's like he has different modes of how he how he does his uh, Moon Knight stuff. So he has the uh, Mr. Knight, uh, which is more like a detective and he's in kind of like a white suit with a mask and everything. Okay. Then he has like his Moon Knight, which is like his Fist of Conchu thing, which is his normal costume and then he has just various other other ways one of my favorite one is him in a uh in a costume that allows him to punch ghosts i can get behind that it's pretty good uh if you if you have not read the warren ellis run of moon knight that came out a couple years ago i would suggest reading it because it is very good for the art is amazing in it and it's written very well it has a whole episode, it has a whole issue that's basically just the raid. And it's done very well. He basically just kind of uses the, uh, the Moon Identity to protect Night Travelers. Because that was the Conchu's whole deal. Like, he's the protector of the night. So, anyone in the night, you know, they want to protect him. So, yeah. So, uh, so he is uh, six four. I mean, it's not six four, six two. Made him a little bit taller than what he was. Either way, bigger he than weighs, me. Yeah, he's two twenty five pounds. He has uh, dark brown eyes and brown hair. His strength level is varies with the phases of the moon. When there's a new moon, he can lift about four hundred fifty pounds. At his strongest, under the full moon, he can lift about two tons. That is cool. Yeah, that's definitely pretty cool. Uh, he doesn't have any other powers besides his moon-based strength. Um, he uh, So he also has a, a bunch of weapons that he has with him, which I'll show you pictures of in a little bit. Okay. Uh, he, ha- he carries a crescent scarab dro- uh, throwing dart, okay. which is about five inches long, tip to tip. And weighs about 10 ounces. And, uh... It can cut... And, it, and like, when he throws it, it can cut 25-inch uh, aircraft control cable at 30 feet. That is pretty nice. And the uh, center of gravity on each side is, is, is within the cutting edge. So the blade is always going to be the one that kind of goes goes furthest out. Okay. First. Because it's not like he's throwing like... Well, he has a boomerang, but it's not like he's throwing a boomerang. Yeah. He's throwing basically like a wing dart. Okay. It's kind of designed to enable him to throw a single crescent with about 95% accuracy up to 150 feet. So, like, he's pretty good with these. Like, he can... You know, he can toss them out, toss them out and uh, mess some people up. Um, he also carries a golden onk, which uh, is about a foot long and weighs about 12 pounds. It glows in the presence of immortal danger and can be used as a throwing club or a bludgeon. He also has an ivory, uh, ivory boomerang graven with protective charms, protective wristbands, and a sharp-pointed throwing iron. 
He also has a axe-shaped lasso grapple in Ebola. And all of these are car- all these weapons can be carried in a pouch at moonlight uh, at the moonlight side, and some are like kind of attached to different parts of his uh, uniform. And he also uses his uh, cape to kind of like glide short distances or as a parachute. One of my one of my favorite things what they do with Moon Knight is because he's you know all dramatic and whatnot whenever he fights crimes. So like there'll be like a mugger or whatever, and then like he'll like kind of glide down like kind of blocking out the moon. But, like, it'll just be, like, his cape and everything. Because his cape is, like, flowing. Flowing. Like, he... He's, like, one of the one exceptions to, like, the no cape rule. That I think is, uh... That I generally think is okay. An okay rule. But, uh, what do you think about Moon Knight? It definitely sounds like somebody I need to go check out. I would check it out. Um, he, I know he was in the Defenders for a while as well during the I want to say late 70s early 80s um there's a pretty good there's a pretty good uh thing where he basically takes down a entire base with just a uh can of beer all right I'm definitely gonna have to go find that one then <laughs> yeah uh yeah so he's he's like really cool and definitely read the Warren Ellis run and the run that's do that's out right now is pretty good as well i need to find out who is doing that though so i'll get that pulled up and so uh how do you think what do you think so far definitely have to go check this guy out because i i don't know how i haven't run across him in anything really yet he is kind of on and off. He was one of the people who was part of like the Marvel Knights push during the during the nineties. Um, he just kind of he kind of uh, goes in and out of favor. Uh, I know the Bendish run for him was just awful, so definitely don't read the Bendish run in early two thousands. Okay. Um, but uh, the Warren Ellis one is kind of brings them a little bit more into the uh brings them i I think it brings into a better place than what it was where it was before so the warren ellis one definitely read i know he was pretty good in his uh first run like he's just really interesting the uh current run of moon knight has been going for about been going for about the last two years so um if you yeah if you ever want to check out those because like it, the art is also amazing it's uh lemire jeff lemire who wrote uh like the really good animal man comic and uh, sweet tooth and stuff like that it's it's appropriately uh trippy and interesting so um is there so besides that, uh, can you think of anything else? Um, can't really think of anything else about Moon Knight. I came into this one not really knowing much, so this is an opportunity for me to learn more so than share anything I know. Yeah, because I, I honestly, he is really fun, and I like, I like him a lot. He's definitely one of the one of my more favored 
superheroes out there. Um, also in Secret Wars, the uh, the one that came out uh, in 2015, um, one of the uh, one of the like Battle World variants of superheroes or just heroes was instead of Mark Spector uh, worshiping like Conchu and being like Moon Knight, it was a version of the Punisher. And instead of and instead of having like the skull, he had like the Conchu, Conchu's head. And it's it's really cool. Like honestly, read Moon Knight. He's really fun and great. I'll need to do that. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what do you do? What's your what's your plugs? So, I run a show called Play Comics, where I look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So far, we haven't seen Moon Knight at all. But you know, I think he shows up in a couple fighting games. I hope so. I haven't gotten to any of them yet because I'm going roughly chronologically. So I'm not sitting here like comparing Arkham Asylum to you know Genesis Batman games. I'm gonna see if he pops up in any video games because I swear he pops up as a as a character. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which I would be. Yeah. I'm, I'm always surprised when I find somebody that didn't show up in those. Yeah, they had a pretty big roster. Uh, he showed up in uh, Web of Shadows, which was a uh, Spider-Man game that I liked. I liked quite a bit. I liked Web of Shadows. Um, it'll be fun whenever you get there. And yeah, some with the way things are going right now, something like that. Yeah, because uh, he because uh, Web of Shadows was really fun. He shows up in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three as a member of West Coast Avengers. And at a, as an ending, uh, Hawkeye's ending. So that almost counts. It almost counts. Um, oh, he of course he's a play playable character in uh, the Marvel Heroes MMO and the Lego Marvel superheroes. Which again, like it's kind of hard not to. Yeah. Like the Living Totem got someone. So, although he is pretty good to play as in that one, because if you want a lot of uh, if you want a lot of versatility in a character. That's a pretty good one. Um, yeah, I thought he showed up in... A, he did show up in a fighting game, but not as a fighter. Oh, well, Marvel vs. Capcom 5. Make it happen. Well, okay, so I think he has a prime... I think he's a prime candidate for a Marvel, like, Netflix show. Honestly. Because they're doing most of the other Marvel Knights characters so and you've got the defender show already so you can just backdoor pilot out of that yeah and like the punisher like the punisher the punisher show was like the first one that i thought needed all 13 episodes so like maybe if they just gave him the punisher treatment because you know you got you got like a, like a soldier of fortune type thing going and then you can kind of go into kind of I don't know if they want to spend the money on doing like more dreamlike stuff, but they can do dreamlight stuff because there's supposedly there's supposed to be a, a live action uh, TV show in 2006, but it just never happened. So I know why don't they do that now? <laughs> but I don't know. I I want Moon Knight to have a I want more Moon Knight to be more popular because he's very interesting. Um, and speaking of, uh, there was a Moon Knight 2099. There's, like, no information on her, though. It's a her. 
So the twenty ninety nine stuff always gets fun. It's it's fun. Like it is definitely fun, but at the same time, I have a hard time like wanting to seek it out. I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Ghost Rider twenty ninety nine is a guy who's a robot because he hacked into something called D dash Monix. You know, that's fun. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm I'm pro cyberpunk stuff, so you know, twenty ninety nine up my alley. But uh yeah, we are in a mill of plugs. <laughs> so yeah, so I have a uh, another podcast called Creepy Critters where I talk about cryptids. Uh I think by the time this one comes out there should be an there should be I think the last episode will probably be either about sheep based cryptids or um some Filipino cryptids. I'm not sure when this is coming out off the top of my head though. So um yeah, look out for that. And I also have a uh, a a group for my podcast called HodgePod Group, where if you'd like to, you know, look at the pictures of the people we were talking about, maybe discuss some stuff, you can go to there or you can go on to the Twitter at Alphabet Flight. Um and besides that, uh, thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for listening. This has been Alphabet Flight, and may Madcap show you how truly meaningless the world is. Bye. Bye. Bye.